Hey, welcome to the show, everybody. Yo. Hey. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Get, get us started, Bo. Bo, you there? I'm here. Go ahead and get us started. I'll turn the music off. You guys can hear me too? Yeah. Yep. Good evening, good evening, good evening. It is the Capital Test Force Report here live from wherever you want to be, I suppose. It's Mo Better, T-Bird, and the other guy, OG. Good, e good evening, gentlemen. Good evening, ma'am. Good, good evening. evening. How are we doing? This is a little different, a little weird, a little, little neat, a little innovative. Look at us trying to be in the 21st. Are we in the 22nd century? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, we we doing like the big dogs. I mean, you know, with the COVID scare, everybody kind of remotely coming from doing what they do. I, I, you know, I can be in my drawers and do it. Well, thanks for that visual, T Bird. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate it. Look, I'm I'm like I could get used to this. I'm actually camping this weekend, so I'm like laid back, kicked back, listening to the crickets or whatever critters there are out there. But I'm liking this, and I certainly think we can make it work. So let's go ahead, gentlemen, and dive in. I know you've heard. I want to know your thoughts. Julio Jones is going to Tampa Bay with what some call the goat in Tom Brady, but does he still have anything left in the tank? Should we have maybe gone after him for a second round? What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I think, you, you know, I ain't going to worry about Julio with Tampa Bay because Julio may, uh, he may get out there and pull a hamstring and he done again. So right, you know, we, we, we just got to concentrate on uh, being us as the Falcons and in, in, in the South and doing the best we can. We can't worry about Julio. He history. If he go over there and have a thousand yard season, then good for him. But are you happy for him, OG? Yes, I am, because I think this makes Tampa that much more of a threat because they've already got Chris Godwin, they've already got Mike Evans, and we saw that Julio has a flash of that of that talent still, even in a Tennessee team that didn't have the arguably the best quarterback in the whole league. So I think there's still you know one one or two more good ones, and then they've got they added Kyle Rudolph as well. So. Tampa, Tampa's putting themselves on the map. They're going to, you know, they got a lot of talent out there, uh, including Russell Gage, the former Falcon, also uh, joined joined Tampa. So they got four or five solid receivers. They do, but I'm, I'm with T-Bird. I mean, I want to say the thing that I remember most about Julio's time in Atlanta was he certainly was an elite wide receiver, but he was all it took was a nagging injury i mean isn't he still having problems with his foot t-bird uh i think so you know when he was with tennessee he he had that hamstring uh pop up again and he missed nine games with them so you know he, you remember when in his last year with us he said that he was completely healthy you remember that yeah okay a few games into the season uh, he pulls his hamstring. He was done for the year. So, you know. T-Bird's got it all wrong. He's got it all wrong, Mo. Oh, no, you got it wrong. You no. I, Listen, T I understand that Tampa Bay is loaded. They was loaded before they got Julio. So, yeah. I mean, what what what's different about that? Yeah, we ain't, we ain't even uh, trending to be anything. So, any win we get against anybody is going to be good. But Julio, we gonna see. Uh, OG, it all remains to be seen. Julio yeah. done said that before. It, that's that's true, and and just like just like the last time, it's it's almost like deja vu. It's a, he's hundred percent healthy, feels amazing with no issues or pain. Uh, but he did see action in ten regular season games and a postseason game with the Titans. So it's, he didn't but miss he half the season. Nine games. He missed nine. Tebert, how many how many games are in the NFL season? If he saw action in ten regular season games, and you say he missed nine, that that's there's not the math don't work. Well, <laughs> it does work. I don't care. He still missed nine games. Oh, okay. You know All right, how we categorize him. Um, we have this us ladies. We have this saying. We call it sloppy seconds, and it literally is. You know that guy that we 
broke up with and he ended up going on to the next chick but literally the the his best years were behind him and I, I again I'm I'm always rooting for the underdog I want to see Julio do well he's had a great career um, he's been exciting to watch ever since his days at Alabama but I don't know I I, I think that Tampa Bay loading up with 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 a lot of the wet quote weapons that they have. I think it's a smokescreen. I, I really don't think that they'll be as dominant or competitive people think. But I also think that Atlanta really hasn't done anything this offseason to really show us that they're going to be competitive. And we'll talk a little bit about, more about that later. But I'm just really – what do you see? Is, is Julio going to make it through the year without getting hurt, or is he going to have a significant impact for Tampa Bay? Well, you know, that's, that, that's, that's what I'm saying is that all, he, all we got to do is wait till he gets hit a couple of times, and then maybe, and maybe he'll go down. But to Tampa Bay's credit, OG – they did what they felt like they had to do, and, and Julio did what he felt like he had to do. In order for him probably to get a ring, that's probably going to be his closest bet with that team and Tom Brady. But, you know, we, you know, we just go out to wait and see. I'm, I, I think Atlanta treated Julio, Julio very well for him to leave in the fashion that he did. Yes, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I don't think there's any bad blood or any hurt feelings because, I mean, look, Julio had these nagging injuries and and just the end you everybody could see that the end was near and that's okay. It that is okay. It was, you know, we still love Julio for the time and and all the uh all the effort and energy and love that he showed us in Atlanta. Um but to say that hey, he could get hurt. I mean, any of these guys could get hurt when they get a, when they get hit a few times. I I think I think well, we're over criticizing Julio. I got to disagree with you right there, OG, because we talked about Julio who has basically been hurt for the last five years. You understand? So I get what you're saying when you basically anybody can get hurt. Yes. But we're talking about a guy that basically, let's just say, you know, he stole some money uh, because he wasn't playing. And I just use that as a term. I'm not, I ain't mad at him, but. I'm just saying the chances of him are getting hurt are even higher than Tom Brady getting hurt, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he's he's going to get hit a lot more than Brady, um, and plus he's I mean, well, they're both they're both older, but Julio's Julio's in the in the thick of it a lot more than Tom. But again, that's why they got him for a it was a budget friendly pickup. I'm sure Julio is uh, ecstatic to join one of the better teams. In, in the league in, in either conference. So I'm sure he's just ready to jump in. And, you know, the the, uh, the Bucks are not shy on receiver talent. So if he goes down, they got enough next men up to, uh, to you know, not miss a beat. Yeah, they got some depth. So, you know, that's, that's just kind of the way I feel about it. Uh, if you want to know the truth, I wish Julio would have stayed in the AFC because I don't even want to see him play. <laughs> yeah. But but Tiber, you're like that with everybody that is a former Brave, former Falcon, former whatever. I, I mean, I you am. just I, I am because I got a lot of invested in them clowns, and they don't care nothing about me or the fans. Period. So we're not we're not rooting for Julio to do well in Tampa Bay. Heck no. Yes, <laughs> yes, uh -huh. you got to root for the man. No, he he in our division, OG. I I'm not saying. I ain't saying we're, you have to root for him when they play the Falcons, but like I still want the man to do well and try and win a ring. Okay, I don't. Okay. <laughs> oh, Mr. Petty Betty. Really, T-Bird? No, You're just bitter. You're bitter. I, I am. I ain't going to lie about that. I am bitter because I want to win, and I'm tired of we getting all these, they call these top, these, they self top flight players, and then when we got them, there's always a bad ending. Why we don't never get to the glory? I'm ready for the glory. Because we asked too much of these guys. Because there's what? not enough weapons. Julio had to be the one man. What out went after Roddy White retired? Julio was the guy until Russell Gage developed enough. Until the next guy. Until we had a running game. Julio was the only weapon, and and man, we wore him out. We, we wore him out. Him it out. is our fault. That is our fault that he's so oh, hurt. OG, if Julio wasn't getting the ball, do you think he would have said, I want the ball? So he wanted to be the man. He wanted what? to be the man. So that ain't, I don't agree with that. 
And we as far as, and, and we, as far as as far as Russell Gage, Russell Gage went there so he could play with Tom Brady, and he know he ain't got to be the man in Atlanta. They would have been looking for more of him up there. He can go up there and be a part of the crowd and be quiet. Yeah, you're right, and he's and the best chance for him to win it. Why do you think Tom Brady has so many of these guys just flocking to him? He can have his pick of the litter. I That's because the man is a winner. Okay, all right, I get it. All right, I, I know. yeah, I, I, it's, it, there's no, there's no convincing you. If 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 we had Jesus play for the for the Falcons for ten years, and if he went somewhere else, you probably wouldn't root for Jesus either. So that's how <laughs> uh, he, I ain't gonna <laughs> even I ain't gonna even respond to that one, Mo. <laughs> I ain't all right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Day Sports Report. Stick with us and come back. Let's dive into our hope for the Falcon season. Y'all stick with us. We'll be back. Back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report, live from all parts of, all Sorry. Parts of Georgia. Yeah, really. I guess I guess we're due for a couple of hiccups, right? <laughs> this, this plenty more where that came from. Well, you know, we're 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 looking forward to it. This is this is certainly um, it's good. Uh, good change for us. I think it shows um, that we're willing to do whatever it takes, um, dot all the I's, cross all the T's to, to make what we do happen. Uh, it's good to ha- good to have y'all with us. Good to be with you, gentlemen. Um, so let's talk a little bit about a little bit more. We talked slightly, and I know T Bird is really ready, chomping at the bit to talk a little bit about the Falcons. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, gentlemen. Um, I'm not impressed by what they've done the off season. I'm not excited about this team. Where do you think we go? What are you looking for during preseason? What are you looking for in the first couple of games to kind of give you an idea of what the identity of this team is going to be for the season? Go ahead, Drew. So I think I think there's a couple major stories that it, it, it you know going on here. One is going to be the quarterbacks, and and I don't mean to say that you know oh Mariota may not be the guy, but the better that Desmond Ritter plays the more that's going to push uh, Mariota to be better and stay the starter. So I think there's some kind of, if I was the Falcons, I'd put some behind the scenes stuff just to make sure that Ritter is developing as quickly as he can, because that's going to drive Mariota to be as good as he can. And then the other thing is, I want to know that the offensive line is an improvement over last year. Well, really the line on both sides, because that was a big weakness. And then who's who's going to be the guy outside of Cordell Patterson? Like we, we need somebody to step up, and maybe it's this you know number one pick, the, our 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 first round draft pick, but somebody's got to step up. Okay, well, as far as the way I look at that is with everything that's happened, you know, with the Falcons the last couple of years. Um, I'm not going to even try to say what they need to do and how they need to do it because we all know the things they need to do. Uh, And what I mean by that is everybody got to do their job and they got to do their job on a consistent basis. The coaches got to coach good. The line got to block good. The defense got to rush the passer. We got to get to the passer this year and the sack in the back half they got to defend passes. We 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 got to cut down on penalties, and everybody must do their job for us to be, uh, even try to think about contending for the playoffs. So you know we've got all these new components. Uh, we 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 don't have a lot of money. That's why we can't really you know Mo you mentioned you know going to get people. We, you know we we won't have the money till next year. So. 
we got to be a consistent football team that don't make a lot of mistakes and uh and go for it i'm 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 just you know i'm over all the hype of us you know they showed up the film on training camp and all that i used to get all just oh yeah 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 but and then we get in the season and we don't in the eighth week we still jumping off sides and all that stuff so we got to be a consistent football team in all phases of the game to even think about making the playoffs we're starting off with a with a we've got a pretty tough schedule you know we've got a couple of preseason games to kind of get the get the get the juices flowing but we start off with the saints then it's the rams this is seahawks browns buccaneers so we really don't have the luxury of working out the kinks once the year starts if we want to stay at least in the middle of the pack to, to try to try to make the playoffs but i'm i'm afraid og that this is going to be yet another half step in maybe the right direction and this will be yet another squandered year where we're still trying to figure out or we're still trying to position ourselves to really truly rebuild and really truly build a championship caliber team what are your thoughts on the chances of of us even making a, a, a dent in what we need as far as looking like a championship level team oh i think it's gonna be rough um because we've got a relatively young and new team uh we picked up we did we did a lot of moves and trying to improve the line we got all these draft picks and and our quarterback is new to the team well i guess either potential quarterback is are both new to the team so there's going to be some mistakes and and quite honestly a lot of them and i could see us going maybe one in four if we're lucky the first five games i mean that's a real possibility we need to we need to be okay with well you know again did y'all understood understand what i just said a while ago yeah but we don't have time for for learning this like our our first five games is a good one hold it hold it og did you even understand what I said? Yeah, we need to be de- mistake-free football. Well, every team says that, T-Bird. It, well, did I mention, doing it. Did, did I mention anything about learning? Mo, did I say anything about learning? What I'm say- what, what what am I saying, Mo? Tell me what I said, can you? Uh, what you said? What I say? What did I, <laughs> what did I say about my remark to T-Bird, there's no time for learning. Like these players got to play today. <laughs> said nothing about learning where you getting that from that's not what i said i said that we gotta be a consistent football team in all phases of the game so you got professionals out there everybody got to coach good everybody got to be good all the time for us to win you understand (laughs) on a regular basis we won seven games last year supposedly Hey, I think we lost T-Bird. Oh, well, he, he, that, that's all right. I think uh, I think he, we can go on. I think he, he muted himself. All right. He may have something Hold going on. on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you muted yourself. Uh, no, I didn't. Somebody called. So what I'm, oh, okay. that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is we, you know, we just got to do everything well. We got to be consistent. The coaches, we got to make good play calls. You got the talent. Everybody got to execute. I ain't said nothing about learning. They they two years into this this dude. The defense supposed to be better with uh, Dean Pease. You know it, it's time to to show some kind of continuity with winning. But T Bird, we you know what? If I could, I bet if we we were to get in the time travel machine and go back to last preseason, get in another time machine, go back to the preseason before that, and, and back to infinity when it comes to the Falcons, that's that, that's that's always what we've asked of them: be good on every level, coaches, players, staff. Right. That's, be good on every level and that has not happened it has not happened what well, it has to happen for us to be good don't it it, yeah. it, it ain't gonna happen uh, with this team this year 
That's what we're saying. Everybody, every team out there says it's got to happen. Everybody's got to be consistent. No, coaches got, telling, but it hadn't happened with us, Andrew. And that's it ain't going to happen this year either with all these new players. And that's what we're saying. That's what uh, Mo and I are saying. Uh, uh, the NFL today is new players every year for almost every team. It's, it's, it's new players every year. So that's no but Not at these core positions. When you... About the new not players. every team has a new quarterback and new weapons, new running back, and well, likely the new number one wide receiver. I don't want to hear the excuses because that's what everybody in Atlanta been want. We need a new quarterback. Matt Ryan is this. Now we wishing we still had Matt Ryan, like I said before. So they got their new quarterback. So I don't want to hear no more crap about we need a new quarterback. Not you got two of them. We downgraded okay. though. We downgraded in quarterback. Uh, I don't even want to hear that. You want most people didn't care if we had Bugs Bunny as long as it wasn't Matt Ryan. See, why why are you turn you are not allowed to turn on your guy because you sang his praises for 10 years. I ain't turning on Matt Ryan. I'm not I'm telling you what I'm still a Matt Ryan dude. I'm telling y'all, everybody wanted to replace the quarterback. Now you got your new quarterback. So I don't want to hear no crying about why we don't get a new quarterback. You got two of them. I just, you're asking for too much that this team is not going to be able to live up to. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm just telling you, you Andrew, are you hearing me? I'm just telling you like it is, T-Bird. Sometimes you, you just need like to hear that? the straight Mo, truth. Mo, did you not hear what I said? I did, T-Bird, I did. Okay. So do you understand what I'm saying, Mo? Yes, okay. I do. So. OG, I don't know where you coming from. Well, I'm, I was well, I'm, okay, look, okay, I, look. I ain't marking Matt Ryan. I'm saying that I was his boy, but all these clowns wanted a new quarterback. They wanted to do this. They wanted to do that. Now we got it. Now we saying, oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. I don't get what you're talking about, OG. I'm just telling you that we downgraded in quarterback, and you can't expect more from a lower quality product. Like I, I just. You're asking for way too much. It ain't going to happen. No, I don't want to hear about that. We downgrade. All y'all wanted to get rid of Matt Ryan. All of them. Who are you talking about? All y'all. Like You was one of them too. No, no. Now you're talking about, oh, we downgraded on the quarterback. You don't know what you want to do, OG. Keeper, I'm just telling you. I'll tell you what. I definitely think that. The fan base is certainly in a quandary. We we're, we don't know what we're looking for. We don't know what we're going to see. But come September, we'll, we'll, we'll be expecting the best of, of the Atlanta Falcons. All right, folks, we're going to take a break. We'll be back uh-huh. to talk some Braves here on the Cops and Sports. Not us. We are chilling at the crib at the at the <laughs> park. Maybe at Walmart. T Bird, you sound like you might be shopping. No, I ain't shopping. I'm sitting here and uh got Eat my legs drink. up. I um no, I got my legs up. I'm watching Andy Griffith and my dogs barking. How are you watching Andy Griffith while we're in the middle of a show? Hey, I can I can multitask. <laughs> no such thing, sir. No such thing. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm buttering you up because I know we're, we're going to go here a little bit talking about your boy, um, Ronald Acuna. He's slumping. Uh, not, not, we don't need that right now. Um, how important is it to have him ready for the playoffs? 
Well, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, I'm a little concerned about Ronald. I really am because I'm seeing a lot of body language from him that I, that I don't really like. I don't know if it's, you know, Michael Harris is here, and uh, Michael Harris is taking a lot of shine from Acuna. So I hope, yep. I hope that it's not any kind of jealousy, you know, going on, and he's feeling pressure because Harris is – doing great rather than just embracing it and just trying to be himself you know i still do believe that there may be something in the back of his mind from from his injury um uh, you know because i know he's playing a little bit differently he just don't seem like the the ronald that we're accustomed to and we're gonna need him uh so bad so i, I i'd be glad when this little storm passes with ronald because uh you know, you're just not confident when he get in the box now that, you know, that he's going to uh, come up with a big hit or whatever. I ain't, I don't care about the home runs. I just want him to spread the ball all over the field. So that I am I'm, I am concerned about Ron Lacuna. So now you don't care about home runs? All right, T-Bird, you're just, you're I, making I this too easy. I care about home runs. You're making, oh, geez, all right, so here. What you, listen, I don't know what you're drinking, and I don't know where all this is coming from, do you not hear what I'm saying? When did Tiber, I say I, I'm I happy about all the home runs? When we talk about your boy that doesn't get on base and all he does is hit home runs or strike out. But anyway, we're talking about Ronald. Oh my so God. here's boy. the deal. Here's the deal. Ronald is is great when he is on base, but he he's not like Tibert said. I'll give he's he's in his own head. He may he might be in his own head and he's struggling to get on base. So I he's been he's been kind of a shell of himself this year. I don't know if he really got into his stride because he got that injury kind of right when he was he was peaking and he just he hadn't been the same since and as T-Bird says it's a long season but man this guy we need him to be our our guy our number one guy right now and he's not he's 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 not living up to the hype he's playing well but not the potential, but we can't have Dansby carry us the whole way. Like he just can't do that. We that's too much on one player. We need our guy to be our guy. But isn't that the problem with having um, as talented as Acuna is? He's still extremely young, still still extremely immature, and I can certainly see ego tripping um, being a an issue in terms of his productivity right now. But I think that this is one of those loose ends that I think we talked about before with the Braves is lack of leadership in the in in the locker room. Yeah. Um, so what what does this mean moving forward if Acuna can't get out of his head, if this starts to go off the rails, or if it starts to become a cancer that spreads to throughout the team? I think I think he'll – I mean, I think he's going to be fine, but I just think that uh, he's doing some searching right now. And uh, like OG said, I did say it's a long season, and because of that, that long season is going to give him a chance to, you know, get himself together. I think, he, you know, think about it, guys. He was, uh, you know, for a number of years, he was the spark. He was, uh, you know, he obviously is his buddy. So he don't got no quarrels with Ozzy, but I don't know if he upset a little bit because uh, Harris is taking a little bit of the shine where he needs to just embrace it and say, hey, man, we in this together and blah, 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 and I'm going to relax. But uh, his body language is definitely saying something a little different. Would you all agree? Yeah, I, I think I think the ego is – I hope that that's not the case. And we've talked about this before. I mean, there, there's, we've seen signs of he's got some ego, he's got some swag, and that's fine. But it's not a competition. Like, we're on the same team here. Like I, I agree with that. I agree and, with that. And the fact that Harris is playing Welsh, we hope that it motivates him to get out of his funk because we. I mean, he's got to be our number one guy. And he hasn't I, – arguably, I don't think he has been this whole season yet – but man, I it is a long season. But Tiber, when's he gonna start being the guy? Well, you know, I can't answer that. I'm I'm hoping he will, and Snicker is putting him in there every night, hoping he, you know, he's gonna come out of it. And I, if you want to know the truth, I think he will. He's such a great athlete, 
And I think he will come out of it. I just think we got to be patient and try not to make that big of a deal out of it. I think in Ronald's case, uh, he needs to be the first one to uh, dap up Michael Harris or Michael Harris do something great. And then that way, I think that takes some of the pressure off him and he's showing that kid, look, I'm, I'm with you, man. I ain't mad at I ain't jealous of nothing. I think psychologically it will work on him too. So we do need Ronald. They, you know, you may even want to drop him down in order a little bit to take a little pressure off of him. Uh, let him hit sixth or seventh, and then that way he can drive in some runs, and 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 that'll help, you know. And and the pressure won't be on him. So uh, I'm sure that they probably gonna try a number of things to get him back. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Here's I the thing, though. Here we are. We talk about the importance of maintaining momentum after the All-Star break. And here we are still with questions that should have been answered, that should have been ironed out earlier in the season. So I, I, I really – no excuses at this point. Play ball, do what's necessary to get your team in the best position to win, and look forward – and pay attention and be aware of the importance of every single solitary game, every single at bat. It has to matter. No one has time for you to act like a diva. We really don't. I agree. Well said, Mo. And we're too close to the Mets. We're too close to that to that uh, that lead in the division to be going through this right now. We we don't have time for that. We this is not the time. We need every we need this cohesive unit to be building the momentum. In the well, I guess we got a little bit, but we want to start building that momentum as we get mid to late August. Well, with yeah, I, I agree, but this, these to me, these are some of the things that might have to happen. And y'all know that I've uh, been on Will Smith's case right now. I would try to put together a trade to trade Will Smith, uh, maybe with some cash considerations up. to try to get something. Uh, in the bullpen or starter-wise to help. Will Smith, his use to us is up. It's it's over. You know, we were in the game the other night. We up 6-1. Smith comes in the game and gives up a two-run homer. You cannot have that this stage of the year in these big times. He giving up uh, uh, a two-run homer in a no-pressure situation. You just can't have that. And I, I just I just think we've gotten everything out of Will Smith that we could. I think you try to put him together uh, in a trade and try to move him to try to get something. Ian Anderson is another one that's dropped the ball some this year. And you might even, you know, talk about moving him to try to get another sure arm because he's still young enough to where somebody would take a chance, you know, on him. So... I don't know what uh, Tim's gonna do, uh, but we, you know, we we've got some things to do. Also, before I uh, give it to you, OG, uh, when we played them, like we just lost two out of three against uh, who was that? Who did we just play? Y'all remember? It was the. Uh... Oh, I thought I had it. Whoever. Phillies. Phillies. Okay. Yes. We should have won. We the Phillies are not a good team right now. They've lost some key players. You can't lose two out of three against teams like that. And then when we play the now we playing the Diamondbacks, I think tonight. Yeah. We we need to win these games at least the series, and 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 hit our stride. And when we play the Mets, we got fourteen games against them. That's gonna decide, you know, where we land. You know we've we've got to we've got to win those series against the Mets, and we've got to beat the teams that we ought to beat, like we had been doing. So, you know, baseball is a tough game; it's a hard game. But if you're gonna be there, you got to do some of those things. It's it's but you know what it's 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 a very exhausting narrative as an Atlanta sports fan. Whether you're talking the Hawks, whether you're talking the Falcons, or our Braves, it's. And there's always this level of, of frustration with we're almost there and, and we seem to be and we almost get to the top and to the mountaintop and then something's the, the cracks start to show and it all ends up crumbling into a heap. And it's like, what did, did we upset the, the sports gods? Because surely on some level, there's some way to fix 
this constant, constant, constant build up, build up, build up, and let down. That is that is our sports team every single year. And I know that the season is not over for the for the for the for the Braves. But again, we're, we're all triggered now. We're all triggered because this is all looking so familiar. Yeah, we definitely catch it in Atlanta. I'm with you, Mo. I don't know. I don't know what guys we pissed off, but they ain't liked us for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I kind of feel like I don't know. As as we continue to sh- to rinse and repeat the same, I don't even call it luck anymore, but. I, something is just, I, I don't know, maybe it's just we we built ourselves up and got lucky and fell into winning the championship of the World Series last year. I, I just, it's not normal f- for us. I mean, look at look at the 90s. We, we were in all this great position and won one. So, yeah, maybe we just, we just have the bad luck. I don't know. Well, we need to sacrifice a bel- uh, bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> Take them to Mount Vesuvius and throw them in. Well, Stone yeah. Mountain. <laughs> well, look, let me ask y'all this. What What do y'all think about the trade proposal for Smith? All you got to do is look at his numbers and, and look at when he comes in the game. Uh, Here's know. the thing, T-Bird. I've, I've told you this, and I'll tell you again. You would make an excellent manager for the Braves. You would. You'd make some great decisions. You would certainly, you understand the game in a way that really is truly a gift. But you are not Liberty Media, and Liberty Media is not going to do any kind of trade that makes sense. They're going to continue to pad their pockets and float this down the river as long as they can. If that means we lose the next 10 years, they're fine with that because their pockets are still going to get fat off of that one one World Series win is going to carry for the next 20 years. You watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, you know, I can't understand for the life of me, you know, why you don't want to be great, you know. And a lot of people say what you just said more about Liberty, Liberty Media, and and I understand the financial reason why, but that's that, that means that their fans mean absolutely nothing to them. Because T-Bird, it costs money to win championships, and and they're not into that. I mean, they just they'd rather make the money than win championships. And you know, you get a fluke every now and then, and you're good for the next 15, 15 years or so. I, yeah, I get that, but for, to have an owner, I don't care whether it be corporation or whether it be a single owner that don't care about you're saying that you don't care anything about your fans when you make moves the way this company makes moves, uh, I don't even understand that type of thinking for what you're into. So I, I tell you what we can do, T-Bird. Tell you what we can do. <clears throat> Let's go in $2 each and go in on the Mega Millions, win that billion dollars, and we'll buy the damn Braves. I'm with you. Uh, I got my tickets. And let me tell you something. If I win, y'all probably ain't going to hear from me for about two months. <laughs> And then I'm just gonna merge back in, and and uh, and and we gonna get the ball rolling. But you know, I I just don't understand. I, we really do need one one owner, you know, like we had with Ted Turner. But I, I just want us to win, man. I, you know, I'm 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 a fan. I'm a kid at heart, and I just want to win so bad, and 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 and, re- and for this city to be happy with their sports franchises. So. And I know we got off of the Acuna thing, but I just, you know, what you think, OG? I think I don't. I, I don't even know how to explain this to you, T. Bird. I just, it, it, it it's not going to happen. We have the, we are the modern age Cleveland Browns with Paul Brown as the owner. Just no money in the team, and we just need to get lucky once in a while to keep the fan base giving their money. Um, I got one thing to interject. That's a classic uh, uh, guy that works in corporate America that's talking right there. I, I got one thing to interject. Um, a friend of mine, he's a huge Cubs fan, and uh, about a year before they they picked up Theo Epstein as their general manager, he was saying the problem with why they never win is the fans. No matter what happens to the team, the fans are going to show up. So why would they spend the extra money in order to get a winning team. And right after that, they got Theo. Next thing you know, they're winning. So 
Well, let me tell you what. I can answer that for you. In Atlanta, Atlanta ain't Chicago, Dex. And all we got to do is end up in fifth place. It ain't going to be no fans at Truist Park. We the most fair weather fans in the world. Am I not correct, Mo? You right. It ain't going to be no fans in Truist Park now. If we start losing, ain't nobody coming. Ain't nobody. I done been through the years when we lost every year. It was 2,000 fans in the stadium, and you could sit behind home plate for $5. So they can start losing if they want to. It won't be nobody at Truist Park. Correct me if I'm wrong, OG. No, that's accurate. I, that's it, I lot just, of fans, man. So when are you going to be one of those fans, T-Bird? I'm not. I'm not going to be uh, one of those fans. Now, I'll be going to the games a lot more because there ain't going to be nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you're just going for the good seats I, hey man I, you got to take it where you can get it because right now you can't get no good seats baby not you know, not for the cost of your arm and a leg so okay so we get Acuna back in his groove um will that satisfy you in terms of hey all right we're 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 we're, we're in steady now we're, we, we're in great position to catch the Mets uh, yes, because a wrong Lacuna is what makes us go. And that's going to make uh, everybody uh, flow better. Everybody's going to hit better because he's putting pressure on the pitcher and the other team. So, yeah, if we get him back, I'm going to feel a lot better. I sure am. When's Duval going to start hitting? Because he's, he's been waiting for Acuna this whole year. OG, where you been, man? Adam Duval is out for the year. He's having surgery on his wrist. So he's done. So I don't want to hear no more Adam Duvall jokes, okay? Well, I I, I will let Stop I will just let that go. We'll let it go. We'll let it go. We'll take a break. <laughs> All right, folks. Take a minute. Back to hospital. Politics. Go with it. Try to figure all this out while I'm working. You do know if you win that that lotto, I'm going to be requiring a raise. Just so I, you know. Look, here's my thing. What does he mean? He's going to disappear. I know that we're going to disappear too, or we're going to get something five dollars something. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be doing some big time remotes from all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the beaches of Bali. That's what I'm saying, baby. We can do that. <laughs> Speaking of overseas, so we've got word that the U.S. has offered a deal to rush to get Brittany Griner home. Um, is it fair? Uh, did we? I know we kind of thought this would be something that would happen, but you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, is, is this good for business? Is, is this a good policy, or are they just doing whatever's necessary to get her home? OG, uh, I think this. There's obviously this sudden uh, surge of, of activity about this, and looks like on uh, a week ago they had some high-level conversations, and you know things are getting close. But I I still feel like she's getting special treatment because you know she's an athlete and and a name, um, and so maybe maybe that's part of the reason. But I don't know. I just she's getting special treatment in my opinion, and I don't I don't know if that's right. Well, let me ask y'all this. If it was your family member, 
what would you want them to do? I want, if it was my family member, of course I would. But that's, I mean, look, the United States as a, as a country can, I'm not sure if it's right for them to treat one person like they matter more than another. And I think that's the message that's getting sent here. If it was what my mother, who would be hearing about it right about now? They'd be, they'd be rotting away in a Russian jail right now. No, but, that's not what I asked, though, Mo. But they're screaming. So I definitely, I get it. Yes, we would be doing the same thing for our family members. But right. the point is, and I, and I agree with OG, we would not be getting the, this response from our government. No, but what my point is, my question, my point is, uh, whether it's right or wrong, if that's your family member, you don't care whether it's right or wrong. I'm, I'm just trying to put myself in, in her and that guy. They, it's a guy that they're going to uh, negotiate and bring him to and give up that, that Russian guy. So you don't care whether it's right or wrong. You don't care about what nobody else thinks at this time because that's your family member and you want them home. So you don't care what kind of loops. You don't care if people think it's fair or not. All you want is your family member home. So uh, I know that's what I would want. And is it yeah. selfish? Yes. But that's my family member. And if they're going to do that for my family member, then I'm, I, I got to be for it. Because I love them because they're my family member. But Jane and Dick down there, they don't love them because they don't even know them. You understand? And I'm sure yeah. Jane and Dick had them uh, had their family member taken like that, they wouldn't care about what we thought. Which am I right? All right, T. Yeah, but you're 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 biased only one way. So what if what if your family member's been in Russia for five years and and being held, and then this you know celeb pseudo celebrity comes in and gets this special treatment, and she's getting out, and your person has to stay? How would you I, feel I, about I, that? I I know that, and I'm not again. I'm not saying that it's right. I, of course I would be upset. Yes, I would. But because she's a celebrity, it's happening. And y'all know that it happens every day. Let me ask you this. OG, you're a big-time radio personality. You're a big-time celebrity. You're known all over the Southeast or, or, or all over everywhere, okay? Andrew OG Jones just came to town. I've been standing in line for damn a day and a half uh, trying to get into this arena to see Mo, okay? Mo doing her thing in there. You think they're going to let me in or you think they're going to make me stand in line because I'm a celebrity? They probably let you in. You damn right they're going to let me in. And they ain't going to care about what you or nobody else think, Okay? So that's what I mean. By her being a celebrity, she gets jacked up to the front. And it happens everywhere. This is just on a grander scale. Mo? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, T-Bird. But again, I think if we're, we're, we're more enamored, I guess, or we're certainly more zeroing in on the message that it sends uh, and that's yes. not all lives matter and that in and of itself is a, a microcosm of our society as a whole you know we that's that's how america operates if you have the name if you have the money then the squeaky squeaky wheel gets the oil otherwise you're just asked out and that won't change that's just a that's just but this is just another glaring example of the reality that most of us quote common folk live that's that's exactly and that's my whole point that i'm trying to make y'all it goes on all the time anyway this is just big it's all over the news and we're seeing it so you know whether we agree to disagree or we right or it's wrong this is the way it's gonna be because of the pressure that's being put on by the pressure makers for this this particular incident i'm not saying i agree with it but i'm just saying that y'all know that this is this is america uh the way it is and it happens all the time right it's it's happening whether we like it or not and unfortunately you know 
is it right? Well, you know, I think that's, a, you know, based on your stance and, and where you sit, but it is happening and, and that's how it, ha that's how it works. Unfortunately, you know, like your parents always say life isn't fair, but, um, that's it. you know, we just, we don't like, we don't have to like it, but we got to live with it. Uh, if I may add one more thing, I also think we got to look at the political side of this too. Okay. Number one, they keeping her for political reasons. Okay. What she did wasn't that big a deal. They did. She did break the law over there. Okay, that's one thing. But if she, that would have been maybe me or you, that's one case where we might have been home by now. You know, because I don't. You know, that wouldn't have been that big a deal. But Putin also wants to show the United States that I can hold one of your top athletes for as long as I want. And and then on Joe Biden's side, he want to say, well. I'm going to get my top athlete back, whether you like it or not, and this is what I'm offering to do it, and blah, blah, blah. You know, the back and forth. So it's bigger. It's way bigger than than maybe, you know, what we're thinking. Would y'all agree with that? Well, yes. I'm, guessing, I'm guessing there's an other side of the coin because, all right, so this case has received so much attention because Brittany Griner is, quote, famous. Um, and T-Bird, I think you alluded to this a couple of weeks ago where, you know what, when she was stopped at that airport, they were very well aware of who she was and they very well were calculating and how they decided to use that. Um, had it been you or me who were stopped with that, with that oil or whatever, yeah, we probably would have gone on through and we'd be home and, and nobody would have ever been the wiser. So I definitely think that the Russians seized on an opportunity here. But also, again, it's, it's and I, again, I don't want to victim blame, but Brittany, you have to be more aware of who you are, where you are, and the implications of that. So I just think there's a, there's a natural arrogance uh, that's being that's being swept from the rug because she's, quote, oh, she's suffering. Right. But uh, I, I, I definitely think that she needs to be held accountable for her role in this. Why, you know, you, you, you were manipulated because either you thought that you were special because you were an athlete or you didn't pay enough attention to what was going on, right. so, you know, politically when you were in that country. And those, and those two, again, are mistakes that have cost that, that have been costly for her. I agree with that 100 percent. I mean, everything you said, Mo, uh, you know, these guys do they need to take responsibility. And a lot of them don't, and they won't. Don't take the stuff over there if you know it's, you're breaking the law. You know, just you know, just don't take it back and forth. If you got to take it, wait till you get in your room and get high till your brains pop out your head. But when you go to the airport, don't have none on you. Plain and simple. That's it. OG, what are your thoughts? Final thoughts? Yeah, I I, I agree that there's a re. I mean. T-Bird said it, said it well. I can't believe I, those words just came out of my mouth. But um, I mean, it is true. She was she was selected for a reason because of who she is and, and was just a, a, a piece in this bigger game of chess. And right or wrong, and, you know, she should have known better, this, that. It, it all, she's a pawn in this, in this bigger scheme of, uh, you know, like, you know, two countries just kind of duking it out of who's, who's got more, you know, whatever. But she's got to know better. One, because she is a celebrity and, and a potential target. But also, she's got to know that that's illegal over there. You you can't be doing that stuff. Just yeah, it's illegal the fact that this over could here. happen. <laughs> it's illegal over here too, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kinda, so, kinda. You know, you know, they all get caught with it. You know, they are. You're like that time Mike Vick got caught with that stuff in his. Water bottle. Come on. Yeah. You remember I, that? Gotta, gotta be smarter, gotta be wiser, and just you know, un understand the implications of, of what Yeah. All right, folks. That we're gonna take a break and we're gonna hit our last leg. Y'all stick with us here on the Compensated Sports Report. We'll be back. Hey. 
Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matches with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. We are back here on the Cosmos Sports Report. Last leg, final stretch. All right, gentlemen, I feel like I'm in the Matrix. What do you think? I don't know. It just feels like we're kind of the disembodied voices. Not really, you know, I imagine T-Bird has the dog in his lap. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's it's interesting. And, and I never thought that we would be this be be here in 2022 where we could actually do a podcast on our phones i i i i think is i think it's great uh i i want to before we go into the last segment i want to personally tell our producer deck that you did a great job putting this together, man Dude. and uh i'm 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 just ecstatic i i appreciate it we appreciate it so much uh you're at home with this with the uh symptoms and you and your uh lovely person that you had assisting you uh let her know too that we appreciate it very much thank you for your hard work for making us go baby uh yeah thanks man yeah appreciate that og what y'all think yeah i'm i'm it's cool that we're able to do it like this and and hopefully it comes through with the same kind of passion that we have in person and uh yeah we, we could this could help us do more more episodes in the future no doubt no doubt no doubt about it yeah we got to come up with a better system well i got to come up with a better system when it comes to um doing these lies but we'll figure it out you know what i'm saying it's just First it's like anything else great mo you there you don't listen. I, yeah, dude, where you at? Why you sound like you in a hole? Oh, well. Put your I'm mouth the on the phone. I'm not. I'm not in a hole. <laughs> She's in some henny. <laughs> you ain't. You don't gotta lie to nobody. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. That buck. But anyway. We're going to move on. What you got, Mo? <laughs> well, we got, we got, yo. So I love the NBA, been a fan for years. We've had the summer league going on. Um, <laughs> is it worth watching? Have you, have you even watched the game, OG? No, I have not. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I, I like the fact that it is more fundamentally sound than the NBA. But. It is not, I mean, these are clearly, this is like, you know, double A, triple A. They're making mistakes and it's just, it's not enough to draw me in to watch. Yeah, it's not, it's not good basketball. (laughs) Right. Uh, No, it's it's not. And what I, what I want to say to that is, is that if you're going to have some league basketball, why not have, so your G League or or your players that are going to be a part of your uh, regular team playing. What you got is you got a couple of them players that supposedly, uh, you know, the say 10, 11, 12 players playing along with other guys. And this is what gives me, say if you got a whole Atlanta Summer League team, all right, they don't come and, and, and they playing well. They don't come back to you. You're going to have to go in there and try to uh, pick one of them players before somebody else gets them off your team. That don't even make no sense to me. You didn't even get first dibs. Uh, you, you might get first dibs. I don't know. But I, I'm just saying I know there's a couple of players in the league that play for different teams that sign contracts with somebody else. But you playing for that Atlanta Hawks? I don't even get that. Yeah, it, it's kind of like it's kind of like the NFL preseason where you know maybe your 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 draft picks or your folks destined for the team will play you know a little bit, but 
for the most part, it's it's just a bunch of amateurs running out running out there balling. It's or trying to ball. It's tryouts basically, and who's gonna pay money to go see that? Who wants to waste time to see people try out? Try out, yeah. I'm I'm with you on that, Mo. I I, I just I you know I flipped. I got to tell you, I'm a sports nut, so I watched a few games and uh, well watched at a few games, but <laughs> I just don't I, I I can't get with it. Uh, it's just a bunch of guys running down shooting three pointers. I watched a high school game the other day that had that had more. I mean, I, it was beautiful to watch. That was fundamentally sound. And to me, obviously, the NBA, we've, we've talked about this before. It's all about the highlights and the, you know, the excitement and shooting the big three or the big dunk. And then a step towards fundamentally sound basketball is is college. Well, I guess G League and then college. But man. This high school basketball game, it was beautiful to watch. It was like watching a symphony or everything was well orchestrated. It was it was it was beautiful. It was impressive. And I commend the coach for having his boys ready to go. It was like watching the WNBA talent and just I mean, Chris they did everything right, Tiber. They played from the inside out. They passed gave up open shots for better open shots. It, you would have been just you would have been tears of joy streaming down your face. Yeah, I would have loved that because you definitely don't see it in the NBA. And you ain't going to see it in the Summer League. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mo. Yes. We got to, don't forget now, we got to uh, get ready and uh, catch the flight out to catch the Hawks Summer League game when they play in Las Vegas. I'm down for that. When? <laughs> you, look, all I heard was Vegas. I don't know what else she said. I just heard Vegas. I know. Now, you probably won't even go to the summer league game. No, I'm saying that no. <laughs> I mean, catch me at catch me at a casino or one of those buffets. The the, Bella, the Bellagio's has the most most diverse, but I like the Winter Heart Rock Cafe. Okay, I'm with you. I, I just again, I, uh, NBA summer league is a joke. It is a joke. It is it is a it is a cash cow. And by cash cow, I mean it is just strictly a money grab to to just grab in some money, you know, to put in to put on the book so you've got some extra cash to for operational reasons because there there's really no incentive. Not even your diehard fans. I mean, you really would have to be just I don't know retired and bored with with nothing else to do to really invest in the summer league i mean again we do we want to see bas professional basketball all year round sure but we want to see top tier basketball year round we don't want to see something we can find on on the co basketball courts in our local park that's, which means, by good, the way are better games <laughs> that's a good point mo and and even more fitting we are winding down to the nba uh wnba playoffs and we talked about, let's get those games on TV. We don't, nobody cares about the G League games. Let's get the WNBA playoffs at least on yeah. some of these major networks. Come on. I work with me here. Do you even know, you even know what, what the playoff standings are right now for the NBA, WNBA? I don't even yeah. know. Not really, because they might have been on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, not, that's not right, Z Bird. They might have put it on Peacock or what's the other one? Uh, uh, Apple Video or something like that. Come on, man. They ought, to, they ought to do those ladies a lot more justice than that. That's some of the stuff. That, they can put that on in front of one of them stupid uh, uh, reality TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, but people actually watch those, T-Bird, unfortunately. I don't watch that crap. Uh, so right right now the dream is is ninth place. They're half a game back from the last and final playoff spot. I thought they're, they were having a better season. They're just twelve and seventeen. I yeah. think they kind of fell off in these last few games. Yeah, they're on a three game losing streak. Yeah, so hopefully we can get them girls up, man. I mean, I love to cheer for them more. So. All right, gentlemen. So what what are your thoughts process process with me? Um, do we do we um do we try the same place, same time next next week? Well, uh, we gotta wait and see what happened with Deck. If not, we're gonna be back in the studio. 
Mo, I got a I got a doozy that is just gonna make T Bird cry uh, for a yeah, tell me why I'm wrong, and I'm saving it for in studio. So I'm hoping I can I can deliver deliver that message next week. Oh. I'm sure I'm sure you waiting to get my goat now, Mo. You supposed to have one for us too, right? Maybe maybe not. We'll see. Oh my. Quit pressuring her, T-Bird. Quit know, pressuring her. Right? Why you got to be driving everybody so hard? Oh, my goodness. I want to get them. I want everybody listening and saying, that's the best show is on podcast. Well, you know what? I'd agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, it's been live. It's been live. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We'll see y'all next week. Gentlemen, have a good evening. We'll see y'all. All right. Bye. All right.